welcome to the Binge on This podcast, a podcast that you can safely binge and actually lose weight with Michelle Hasty Thompson. As we come into February of a new year, it's pretty much impossible to ignore any information out there about weight loss. It is everywhere. One of the ones we're hearing a lot about and people are super comfortable with and really has a low barrier to entry is the good old WW or what it's previously known as Weight Watchers. I remember watching a commercial for this and thinking, what kind of program is sustainable and enjoyable that requires you to watch your weight? It's funny too, because in the advertising and marketing for this company, they say things like stop dieting and, and they use the kind of language that I think maybe they're on the brink of something really different and new, but it still requires you to track your food and watch your weight and all the sort of things that really don't allow any room for freedom. I don't think our weight wants to be watched at all. I don't know about you, but if somebody was watching me constantly, I don't know if I'd listen either. I had a roommate back in college who worked with uh, children who have autism, and she's, she said to me, my kids would find that title to be baffling because they take everything literal. They would be so confused as to how you can watch something like weight. But WW is very popular in our country. I would say 80% of my clients have been on it, yet it's always in the past, or it's repeated many, many times. People have tried it and then they're back on it. I think it's time to stop watching our weight and start listening to our bodies. Our bodies are not telling us to stalk them day and night. However, society is because this idea of micromanaging to create change is very popular in our culture. So here are five things you can do to stop watching your weight and start listening to your bodies. Number one, pay attention. Now this may sound obvious, but we so often forget to pay attention in life. We're always moving a million miles per minute, and somehow simple tasks like eating and moving become less important. Pay attention when you eat. Do you even like what you're eating? If you aren't paying attention, you may not even notice if you like it. Pay attention when you're exercising. What else can you gain from workouts besides calories burned? And I want to be really clear about this because most diets they sort of use this term of pay attention, like with food logs and things like that. And they'll say awareness in a way that's totally dysfunctional and not in the way that I mean at all. So when I say pay attention, I don't mean stalk your body and micromanage your food and put a hundred percent of your attention on every piece of food that goes in your mouth and every calorie you burn. I mean, when you're doing tasks, be present with that task singularly as much as possible. It's funny because with eating, we say we like it so much and we get so much enjoyment out of it that we don't want to stop, yet we so rarely give it the time that it deserves. I have clients that struggle with this more than anything. Why can't I just sit and eat? Why is this so difficult for me? And that's a complicated question with many, many answers, depending on the person. So this very first step is about just paying attention to the things you're already doing, not creating more things to micromanage. Number two, look in the mirror. Your body doesn't want to be stalked, but it doesn't want to be ignored either. Don't be afraid of the mirror. Embrace it. 
your body doesn't define you, you define you. When you start looking in the mirror, and I mean really looking in the mirror, you may be surprised with what you see. This happens all the time because my clients are usually disembodied, meaning they're not really participating fully in their bodies. They're escaping or numbing or or stepping outside of their bodies. They're ignoring pictures, ignoring mirrors, ignoring the weight. And I get it. It's uncomfortable. I don't want to look at it. I don't want to feel it. I don't want to be inhabited in this body. I don't want to be embodied. I don't like it. But the problem is that you can't ignore it forever. And so when you do finally get it in your face, whether it's you walk by a mirror or you're in a dressing room and you see a picture, you're going to have this shock factor. Like, whoa, who's that person? I didn't know that, that I looked like that. And that's because we're avoiding it. And avoiding is not a strategy that will work. It'll just work in the moment because you're pushing it for another moment, another day. But that day or moment will always come eventually. So we have to look in the mirror. When we keep looking in the mirror, at first it's very uncomfortable because we're just focusing on all the things we don't like and it feels awful. We don't like the way that feels, so we don't want to do it. But if you keep doing it, you'll start to notice that you're more than just your rolls or you're more than just your thighs or you're more than just your belly. You'll start to see you beyond this physical body underneath this physical body or as I've heard it described as this meat skin, right? This meat suit. Um, And I know it doesn't seem like that's the way that it would be, but I challenge you to try and push through the discomfort and get to the other side. Number three, get happy. Now, many people suffer from depression, so obviously just say get happy isn't going to be enough, but really think about it. What would make you happy right now? Not what will make you happy in the future, so I'm willing to sacrifice right now to have a future. I mean, what would make you feel good right now? What's holding you back? Or is anything holding you back? Start assessing your life and try to find ways in which you can make yourself happy in this moment, in this day. So much of the decisions we make for our bodies are thinking about the future and sacrificing the present, and that makes us really freaking miserable. We're willing to do it for a while because we're seeing that scale go down, we're seeing our clothes get looser, and we're like, well, it's worth it. But eventually it won't be, and the weight will come right back on because we have to figure out how to find contentment and happiness and all of that right now. It doesn't mean you have to love your body. It doesn't mean you have to even like your body. It just means you have to stop fighting with it and saying, I'm not going to put my life on hold or sacrifice everything just to be smaller. When you do that, it increases your happiness in the moment. And really, that's all we have. Number four, stop dieting. Stopping any dieting might make you happy, get you to really look at yourself in the mirror, and help you to pay attention. Dieting is a surefire way to make yourself miserable. You're creating such inner turmoil, it's no wonder your body rebels eventually, because I know it works for a little while. Dieting is always temporary and not worth the heartache one must endure during the process. Take yourself off any diet and start really focusing on living. Living is where your priority is, not dieting not restricting, not taking away from, but actually adding to. And I know that seems weird because we're trying to get rid of fat or get smaller or take away from, but it's only making us feel worse in the long term. makes us feel better in the moment, in the short term, but it makes us feel worse in the long term. So when we actually focus on living our lives and adding to our lives in the ways that it makes sense to us, whether that means 
you know, adding more creativity, more fun, more presence, more love, more connection, whatever it is that you crave, add more of that instead of focusing on what you can take away. Number five, get social. Many people lose touch with peers and family members due to time. Connecting with friends and family is so important. I highly recommend making dates with anyone and everyone to move. Ask to go on walks or runs or yoga dates or gym dates or whatever you can do with others that allows you to combine two things in one and make it more enjoyable. Make sure that that, that experience is positive and enjoyable and this will allow you to watch beautiful scenery, which is so much more amazing than watching your weight. If you have been watching your weight, think about what it would be like to be under constant watch. It's only normal that you'd buckle under the pressure or rebel and your body can only do so much. It deserves to be nourished and cherished, not stalked. So take a deep breath, follow these five steps, and stop watching your weight today. Since you are a loyal listener of Binge on This, I want to invite you to my brand new online training. It's totally free and it'll teach you the four steps to permanently end weight gain and live in your ideal body for women that have tried every possible weight loss method. You will learn exactly how I lost my weight and how I teach all my clients to do this without restrictive dieting or extreme exercise. So if you've tried everything to lose weight and you're looking for and don't want to battle weight and food anymore, this is for you. Just head to TotalBodyHealthSolutions.com forward slash webinar. As always, please rate, review, and subscribe, and let your friends know about this podcast. Share the wealth, all right? I'll see you next time.